Also, we should note that we are on Duwamish land. Yep. Yeah. So. And fuck. Fuck that up. I was going to do that at the beginning. Not, oh, at, yeah. not after talking about horrors. I'll cut it out, <laughs> put it at the beginning. It'll be very startling and won't make any right. sense to anyone. We went down the rivers. We crossed the plains. Over the mountains. We fought in streams. We went west. We trapped. We mined. We carved our names. With guns and axes. We sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. And God help those who stood in the way of business, progress, and the USA. USA. Here's your microphone. Do my level best not to punch your fucking oh, shit. wood child checked there. This before. <laughs> wood child. It's probably not wood. Some fucking pure asbestos. Well, I'm gonna have to lean a little bit. If that's okay with everybody. You gotta, you gotta lean a little bit. Well, yeah. Well, fine. That, that gangster lean. Wait, hold on. I'm not allowed to use a mic stand because I go oh. back and forth. Oh, look at that hey. audio engineering. This Fuck. This is years of experience at the funhouse. Oh yeah. Well, tighten it up. Jesus H Christ. All right. Perfect. Thank you. All right. Oh, isn't this also your fucking candy? Yeah. Okay. This episode brought to you by Sweet Tarts, Chewy Fusions. No, it's... They're crunchy well, and I, gummy. I thought about that. Like, uh, you know how, like, people that have sponsors because they don't have fucking the name of their podcast, like... <laughs> but they, but they, still, they still, like... Cowards. Everybody, well, everybody has that fucking Hello Tushy butt spray fucking thing. Mm. Butt spray? You know, like... The like you spray it in a room to make it smell no, like the, butt? No, the bidet thing. No, that'd be more up our wheelhouse. But like... No, I was saying like instead of like Hello Tushy, we need like Howdy Asshole. <laughs> like... Somebody, howdy, somebody get on the R&D for that shit. Like... I think the Twinkie the Kid would be a good mascot. Or what? something close to that. Who? Twinkie the Kid. Twinkie... Oh, oh the like Twinkie the mascot. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he has an asshole though. Does he have a butt? You have to if you eat that many Twinkies. Well, we're getting into... <laughs> so many Twinkies that you turn into a Twinkie? Uh, that's a lot of Twinkies. That's a lot of Twinkies. Either way, uh, well, uh, what we normally do is banter for a bunch of time, but we don't have a lot of fucking time. So, Because uh, yeah. we don't want to... Fu- this is a challenge. Issue, boys. So, welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. How the West was fucked. Thank you for having me. Uh, you were never here in the first place. Uh, Thanks for showing up. Show, show of hands, uh, who knows who the fuck we are? Two. Right, several of you. Thank you. And how many more of you know who the History Boys are? Oh, yeah, yeah, they set pretty, us pretty, up, pretty so mixed, thanks uh, to them. Yeah, I was saying, so generally what happens is Will takes uh, obsessively compulsive notes written in Comic Sans. I do cursory amounts yep, of research, or I just rely on my preternatural me- like memory, he makes and it we up. don't tell Tony Jack shit. Um, and so that's how we generally roll. Uh, and then we start off everything with the question. So, Tony, what do you know about the founding of Seattle, which we've asked you before on the <laughs> we've did Seattle whole, one? We but did you whole episodes these, about it, and you, I don't remember you get these wrong all the time anyway. Yeah. We skipped over a lot. I do sure. know that Seattle was originally supposed to be called New York Alki. You're correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what does Alki mean? What? What does Alki mean? Fuck, I don't know. Yeah. Someday. Uh, alcoholic. Bye, bye. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a compound. That's what it means no, now. No, First it half means compound word. someday. Someday, or, someday we'll be New York, or by and by, by and by. Yeah, in the sweet by and by, we'll be New York. Oh, let's fuck. 
Uh, <laughs> either way, but like, uh, I don't know, like, when, when, when was the city even started? Do you, do you have that? Before the dawn of time. Okay. There was an ancient race of truly the dawn of history. All right. So the way we're doing this is like, uh, we're, we're kind of the precursor. These guys are going to be talking about when they come on next, they're going to be talking about the goody, goody little two shoes motherfuckers that Mother generally, get, generally get the credit for it. No, the, the guy that the street over there is named after in his group, the Denny, Denny? The Denny party. Yes. Yes. Okay. We're going to be talking about like uh, the weird, shitty, like free love, like rock hobbit capitalist fucking not quite Jeff Bezos, not quite elsewhere. So together. Denny was Flanders, definitely we got Mr. Burns. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're doing Mr. Burns? Yeah. yeah Fuck yeah. So in the great tradition of swindlers that you know made this town... Uh, Jerry and the guys said, well, we'll take the Denny party. You guys can have the rest. Yeah, we can have the, the rest. The rest is a bunch of assholes. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But uh, the real city daddy, well, actually. Oh, first. Uh, we got to let, Con- we got to let, <laughs> we got to let Will kick it off with the comments. Oh, and his NPR voice, though. <clears throat> okay. So that's not added in post. That's a real. Right. Yeah. That's, he does that all himself, ladies and gentlemen. So who is your city daddy is our question for the evening. Is it? Oh, no, that's Jim, the cat. Oh, sorry. He has two cats named Jim. Yep. Well, Is it Arthur Denny, which, which the other guys will be talking you about? You already answered the only question because he's X'd out. So no, we know no he's, he's not the father. He's a straight-up Flanders. He is, he is not the father. The real city daddy would be Doc the, Maynard. Doc fucking Oh, Maynard. Doc fucking Maynard. Hell yeah. We have, an episode, we have an episode about Chief Seattle when they talk about Doc like Maynard. Chief that's Seattle's hype, hype man. Yep. yep. And, like, uh, and that's why the city is named Seattle is because Doc. He's like, well, Dwamps doesn't sound that good, or neither does al but so yep. let's go with Seattle. Yep. And uh, we're going to probably do a whole episode on him, but we just want to do a, a quick gloss over. Um, Doc, they, uh, Denny said, you know, he kind of foolishly gave away all these lots in town, but Doc knew, you know, we need all these businesses. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. there's not going to be a town. You mean you can't make a whole downtown of Am- out of Amazon alone? Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> well, fuck. <laughs> Amazonite? If only somebody had told us. But basically, he's the most responsible over the city. But we're going to be talking about Henry Yesler, the son of yeah. a bitch. Yeah. Bastard. <laughs> but also... And uh, your first mayor. Yep. And uh, Doc was technically a drunk bigamist. But uh, according to Denny, everybody was drunk because, because he was a straight-up flyer. Because Denny was a teetotaler, right? Fucking yep. pussy. So basically, Doc was basically uh, Homer Simpson-level drunk, not a Barney-level drunk. <laughs> right. <laughs> So we could thank Doc for most of this stuff, even though he hightailed it to West Seattle. After he also a while. like was an advocate for like uh, uh, let's call it sex workers, uh, Native Americans. Like at one point, like he built and the combo. He's an actual doctor, and at one point he built a, a hospital, and the natives would use it. And since the natives would use it, the European Americans would not. So. That kind of fell through. Like, so he, he fought for marginalized folks. He, he like. kind of did, and but also being a doctor in the, the 1800s meant that you knew how to cut hair. I mean, kind of, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. An esthetician slash like uh, whoever does like any acupuncture or something. Bilious pills for your penis. That's, That's right. right. Your drip. Bilious oh, pills. and if you if you're new to the term bilious pill, a bilious pill is a uh, it's a pill made out of uh, mercury fulminate that makes you shit your pants and drool. Like, yeah. it's like all the, as much drool as you can possibly imagine, your tongue swells up so you can't really talk. 
Um, it'll, and so, it'll get rid of all your venereal disease that's that, right. until it comes back again. But that's just because you get it back from somebody else's. Not yeah. So my, once you shit yourself to death, you'll be me, right. me doing this podcast with these fucking idiots for so long. Like I like to imagine every cowboy or like you know founding father or whatever. Like got to take my medicine, and they're on a horse covered in diarrhea with just like <laughs> and yeah. then drool coming out of their mouth. Well, luckily here all there wasn't was as many horses, so it'd be canoes full of diarrhea, <laughs> and then also streets full of diarrhea because, you know. Uh, it was also Doc that uh, partnered up with uh, Chief Seattle with their uh, fish in a barrel business. Oh, yeah, we're going to Which did up. quite work out. You got to remember, like... Oh, yeah, they were packing fish in barrels to send it to California, right? Right. To sell? Because, okay, let's set the year, first of all. So we we're like 1851, too? 1851. So what's happening in San Francisco around that time? Probably a fire. Uh, well, yeah, but... There's a football team named after these motherfuckers that are going out to find this yellow rock in the California. Raiders. Oh, the gold men. The gold, yeah. The, so, for, like, the, you know, the gold rush of '49. They're building San Francisco, and they need raw materials. They need food. They need all this shit. They're, and so, they're swinging eggs. fish, breaking the fucking gold out of the goddamn rocks. No, Chicken but barges. No? they were just kicking the Chinese off their claims. Oh yeah, that's you know, what you, yeah. we did a thing about that. But also what else Doc did was convince Mr. Yesler to bring his steam mill because nobody else had a steam mill on the West Coast. And which so Yesler everybody had was done buying. that before in other places. But. but basically he gets a loan because he's not really that rich or smart, but we'll get to that. Yeah. But there's yeah, Mr. Henry Yesler. There's your first mayor of Seattle. So basically... I don't uh, fucking tell this son of a bitch. I just woke up. Jesus <laughs> So Henry Yesler had to build his mill in Seattle, and he was convinced by Doc because he gave him free land, yeah. which was most of Pioneer Square. Right. And uh, because, like you say, Doc was forward thing. He's like, yep, we're going to need a mill. We're going to need people who need jobs. We need wood, so we're not all just living in holes in the ground and shit like that. So why not? This asshole seems like he, he oh, he told me once he ran a mill before in wherever the fuck. I can't remember. Yeah, it, it took him like almost half a year to set up a mill, well, which other people took like three weeks. Well, the guy he got the loan from, he also had to secure shipping like around the horn to get mm -hmm. the shit up. So, because he crossed over, he did the easy way. He crossed over Central America. Wait, which yeah. horn? Uh, the K porn. Yeah, yeah K porn. Yeah. Yep. Which, if you say it quick enough, sounds like gay porn, mm -hmm. which is like. Uh, and also, Arthur Denny helps out because he gives his brother in law, Mr. Boren's, uh, claim to him too. Yeah. As part of that, Yesler. Yeah, he's like, hey, dickhead, I, I see you want to put a sawmill here. Maybe you need, like, this other shit. They were kind of, like, not as looking into their own, like, self-interest as other people. So it's like, yeah, let's make this city work. And they picked the wrong guy to think that he's going to have some kind of civic duty in mind. So Fuck no. So it was Yesler's mill who had all the jobs in town. But he wasn't that great at yelling, uh, running it. And was basically just selling off all his plats that he got for free. Right. But it was the biggest thing job-wise for the first 30 years, aside from the liquor and whores. Right, which Doc Doc had to deal with, uh, what's her name, uh, Madam Damnable. Madam Damnable. Because, like, uh, Damnable? Yep. yeah, Madam Damnable. Sounds uh, like Mandible. It's like, I'm ma imagining like a mental person that you, you fucks people. Yeah, yeah. Damnable Manimal. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, fucking. Manimal. But no, she was just. Poof, she, I'm she a was sex a, worker. She was a madam. Like, as we were talking about, like, Denny was, like, kind of a teetotaler, like, churchy guy. He's like, oh, we need some, like, nice, marriageable, like, 16 year olds out here for these fucking loggers. And, like, and Doc Bader's like, nah, more what you need is some whores. 
Yeah, let's let's get some horse. <laughs> and sadly, most of the sex working was done by the locals. But like many of our great leaders, he never paid his bills or taxes yeah. <laughs> and sued the living shit out of everybody in the city of Seattle and had him disincorporate twice. And also right. took Billy's pills and shit his pants in this picture. Well, the f- fun part about the, the fun part about when he's disincorporating him, he's on like the Seattle Council or he's he's holding some part of Seattle government, but he has his lawyer from Olympia come up and is like, well. Seattle's not a legit city, so therefore this group of people that Henry, Henry Yesler is a part of doesn't exist because Seattle's not a town, so that holds nothing. So basically, Yesler being a part of a body that makes like laws and rules and shit, his argument is like, well, there shouldn't be this body that I'm a part of making laws and rules, so therefore I don't have to pay taxes or pay for anything. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Yesler was a bastard. Yeah. Hey, I mean, right. his parents did eventually get married. Yeah, eventually. And then they got immediately divorced. And, and then divorced quickly after once they found out exactly what Henry Yesler was all about. It's like the old at, at age three. Fucking or Damien shit. Like, why is his mouth always full of spiders? I don't understand. <laughs> so he, uh, this is uh, also from uh, Bill Spidell, if you've ever been on the Underground Tour. Right. I don't know how many of you have. But it's a great... Tour of basements. Yep. And, uh, and moldy things. Oh, they got an old toilet down there. It's I walking that. through a really long root cellar in yeah. Pioneer Square. And I remember when I first came here in 1995, yeah. uh, I also came here a lot before they fixed it up. And I remember that the bartender had a fake ear. Oh, which to, is, the, yeah. to the rendezvous? Oh, yes. yeah. Here? Oh, shit. One of the yeah, first because w- Zach's and uh, uh, yeah, the Lobo being, uh-huh. weren't dangerous enough, so I came here. Yeah. <laughs> well, one, one of the, yeah, some of the first letters home when I was still in North Dakota and he was out here, he'd made the uh, brave cross country trek in his fucking, where were you in at that time? Like your fucking Toyota, Toyota Camry. Something. Yeah, Fucking, Toyota uh, was the name of your horse, right? Pioneered his ass all the way down 990 and 994 out here, and like, yeah, I remember reading about like uh, a yeah the 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 prosthetic ear bartender, and the fact that underneath the urinal there's just like cases and cases of like Rainier flats soaking up the piss. Mm-hmm. So come 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 a long way there, rendezvous. Good good uh, job, everybody. <laughs> so this is uh, from. Uh, Spidell's book, uh, Sons of the Prophets, it says, quote, he never willingly paid his debts. He cheated all his friends till he had none and he used public office for private gain. What else are you supposed to do with that? This sounds so alien and unfamiliar to yep. me. Like, what? <laughs> and he also drove out more wealth out of King County than he brought in, of course. Well, but he didn't drive out his own wealth this much. No, oh, no. And he fought the city of Seattle every time. Uh, though he Good was thing for a mayor to do. Also. Oh, imagine him fight like like in a bar, just hammered. Like you look like the city of Seattle, you son of a bitch. I'm gonna fucking kick I mean, your ass. It's not off the table that he didn't get into a fist fight with fucking actual yeah, self, Chief Seattle, white yeah. Chief Self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it Chief South? Like was it his like nephew? Was it like a little person? Was that we talked about that? His grandson. His grandson. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, are you? It's very talk, sad. Are you gonna talk about? Well, let's get further into. Okay, it. sorry, we're talking, sorry. We're we don't have time to derail this shit like nope. we normally do. Right. But uh, also, the book says outside of uh, you know uh, bankrupted the city, he was, uh, he was a real nice fellow. Aside from that, <laughs> kind of stepped over the joke because we got interrupted. As- aside from him being a complete piece of shit, waste <laughs> my, of space. My, my favorite thing in the Spidell book is when they talk about uh, Henry Yesler approaching people with all the sh- charm of an adding machine. 
Yep. Like, uh, <laughs> That's all really you really cared about. He didn't have any personality. He was just kind of make me some money. Um, Yesler was born to bastard, obviously, and he passed down his uh, heritage of ignorance. Mm. He had no appreciation of the arts. He was tone deaf and didn't like literature. Yeah, I heard. Oh you, my God. I, I, ner- I heard that Jeff Bezos doesn't understand why people like music. <laughs> no, so yes. uh, and he can't like laugh the, either. It's like the the billionaires club heritage of ignorance. Mm-hmm. Right. He murdered the king's English, like we do. Yeah, I was gonna say there's no shame in that. The only redeemable thing that he ever did. <laughs> so uh, religion wasn't his bag either. He wasn't a member of any church. He was just a bland bastard. Well, I mean, he became a spiritualist, which is... Oh, but God, he's moral. mayonnaise with arms. Mm-hmm. But he was born in 1810, so he's a slightly older than most of the guys that will be coming up. See, that's 40s. the thing is, was he born in 1810 or 1812? Because it's nebulous, because when they're trying to claim he wasn't a bastard, oh, they're trying to claim that his yes. parents were married by the... That's one of those things. Mm-hmm. Nobody's quite sure. But they also reasons. split shortly after he's born because they just... They, they hooked up one night and they had There he is right there. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Is that him? Yeah. No, it's not. Oh, no. God damn it. That's a good picture, though. We found it. Yeah. Thanks. That's an amazing picture. Did you... Is that Chad GPT? Is that like AI? No, I would not it's be It's a real picture. No, it's a real picture. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he was blessed by not living in a time or place that uh, law actually mattered. Uh, his King County records still uh, dwarf Arthur Denny's by six inches. It's because he was either being sued or suing people. Yep. Constantly. Yeah. And his lawsuit files are three boxes worth, and he took them home and put them in his bathroom. Oh, shit. Fuck Where off. have I heard that one before? <laughs> there it is. They didn't have bathrooms back then. So his lawsuits range from 15 bucks from a widow, but he wouldn't pay that, to thousands and thousands of dollars by the city or state, but he would never pay judgments until the sheriff moved in to confiscate his furniture. That's very So important. save the furniture, like, fuck mm-hmm. those... You said he confiscated his furniture? I mean, mm-hmm. what else has he got? It's 1852. Was he like, he had a, he 12, had a, beard. Like a 12-foot graphics bong? He's like, oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a chair. That's a lamp. <laughs> yeah. Come on with us. So Yesler was 29 when he got married, which was old maid at the time, to a 17-year-old. So at least he's Ooh, doing that right. Oh, it gets worse. Uh, so he at least impressed back in Ohio uh, that he was rich because he got 30000 a dollar loan to build a mill in somewhere on the West Coast. I'm rich because I got a loan. Right. Well, but, this is exactly how this guy does all the time. Yeah, yeah, right. But it would be easier to build a mill if you had a mill. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, then you could cut up the wood to build the actual structure. Yeah. And this is a steam mill. That's why it's so different from all the other mills around. Why didn't you just use electricity? What I the know. fuck? Fucking pussy. <laughs> so Yesler was 42 when he got to Seattle. Aside from Doc, who is 44, most of the pioneers that the other guys will be talking about were in their mid 20s. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. Like, a, like a, as a 46 year old, like, oh, cool, I just moved to a new town. Everybody's 22. Mm. Hell, fuck no. That's the shit I've learned from doing this podcast for however long we've been doing this podcast. Oh, this is our 200th episode, by the oh, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're oh, yeah. Uh, all these mother, all these motherfuckers in the old west were like. 16 to fucking 25. So they're just like yeah, yeah, yeah. drunk, raging hormone, fucking drama queens. Yeah, it's better to burn out, burn out. But they, they all had guns. Away of yep. syphilis. Perfect re- recipe. So he moves here. He leaves behind his wife and kid in Ohio. Uh, Henry Jr. never saw his pa again. Yeah. Oh, there he Henry is. Jones Jr.? 
It's Indiana Jones. Yep. Yeah, all right. We need so, the dog, Indiana. <laughs> he's got the laser eye from fucking Lady Terminator. Yeah. Yep. He's a termin- He's a he's a money Terminator. I like how it's coming kind of out of his tear duct. He's just crying lasers. <laughs> <laughs> you could have powered your fucking wood mill with that shit. So Mrs. Yesler came seven years later. Do you want to talk about that real oh, quick? Oh, yeah. Well, before Mrs. Yesler shows up, uh, see, Henry had seven years to hang out, and he was kind of lonely, so he shacked up with a uh, 15-year-old daughter of an indigenous, like, kind of uh, person of higher standings, uh, uh, you know, like uh, Curly Jim, apparently, some say. God damn, dude. Who, that was a fucking roller coaster. One. But either way, he... he like, he, 15-year-old daughter... Of uh, someone Curl, else, Curl like Jim. Jesus, fuck! I was trying to like, I was trying to be all verbose and shit. I'm just gonna stick to fucking cursing. Uh, so he's shacked up with a fucking 15 year old, gets her pregnant. They have a daughter, uh, Josephine. But uh, about you know seven years into it, when his wife shows up, he's like, "Yeah, you guys got to go live somewhere." <laughs> oh, hey, baby, adjacent. what's up? Good to see you. Yeah, no, yeah. Nope, that's, nothing. No, yeah, no, not really. It's anything. like at Weird Science when the parents come home at the end. And, and <laughs> yeah. things... After the fucking like. Like uh, the, the house party where the uh, what's his name Mike whatever the the giant creepy looking dude with the motorcycle yep. they got all the the bikers of the apocalypse oh uh, yeah Bill Paxton oh Chet you piece of shit <laughs> oh, I was thinking about the uh, there's that there's that actor that's only in like shitty B movies his name's Michael something but he's like Michael Sheen uh, Michael Sheen is that what it is super tall he's creepy looking not Anthony Michael Hall no there's it's too, a different too it's, many Michael J. Fox it's Michael J. Fox he's shut in up the, he, it's Michael J. Fox he's in the movie for three seconds and he's riding a motorcycle right. <laughs> and, fucking and he Rand, came Randall Tex Cobb let's move on Tex Cobb yeah Berryman yeah Berryman oh, you're right absolutely right Michael Berryman I'm not full of shit I'm gonna flip this table yeah throw her a sweetheart <laughs> free candy and drugs oh wait no that was a nerd sorry yeah I'm gonna throw a sweetheart Okay, there we go. Ah, you didn't catch it with your mouth. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> so, uh, Henry Jr. doesn't get to see his dad because he was such a dud that he died. Yeah, well. But the, but the rumors in Seattle was that he just left his kid behind because he was such a bastard. Well, I mean... It, it makes sense. Yes. I can't believe you were born out of wedlock after I fucked your mother before we got married. Yeah. You fucking loser. There he is again. So for two years, he's out looking for a place for his mill, just toting around a, a steam engine. Mm. Well, he hung across the West. San Francisco no. for a while, went to Portland mm. for a little bit. Here? That's where Doc, no. Doc gets word of him down in San Francisco. Oh, wow. His rep- reputation precedes mm-hmm. him, apparently. Like, there's this motherfucker that's going to show up here someday, Doc. You got to watch What him. really gets things going, what those guys are probably already talking about, uh, Charlie Terry gets, because uh, we have Doug Furs, and those are perfect for pilings. You don't really have to do much to them. Because they're straight. Straight, and and, yeah. yeah. Right. But San Francisco is always burning, and they need new wharfs. Wharfs. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not even going to go like there. Like from Star Trek. <laughs> not going there. Yeah, Star Trek. And uh, the captain uh, filled them in on the Seattle area and if says, you know what I mean. There's Elliott Bay, and you should probably go there because it's kind of in the middle of everything. And don't build at Alki because there's a fierce north wind during the winter that's it's gonna a big wipe everything. Pointy up. motherfucking thing that sticks out in the middle of the sound. Mm-hmm. But also on the waterfront, there's this really cool bar called wait, the Alki Tavern. Which spoiler, they'll make you take shots of fucking port wine. That's true, but they're not on the point. They're they were tucked away in the closer to the dwamps, so So Doc Maynard knew that Seattle needed a mill to get rich quick and build a city. 
Mr. Bourne didn't care to get rich or build a city. He was just kind of a dud. Uh, he was a real nut. He I like didn't, he he didn't spend, want to make money. I like I'm how just, he spent all the time and effort to get out here to just be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's a <laughs> fucking <laughs> dud. I'm just going to sit at home and play Tears of the Kingdom because right. it's really fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a little con between Doc and Yesler. Basically, they both wanted each other, but they couldn't really tell each other oh, that. their love was They're like Two sides of a meadow. Just like, oh, yeah, exactly. if someday I wish... So basically, Doc had to give his part and part of Boren's basically Yesler way all the way up. Right. It was almost a, like Beacon Hill, which Beacon Hill didn't have that little dip. It was basically just a hill from Capitol Hill to Beacon Hill. Well, at the time too. Holy shit. So the valley I live in is just like a man-made fucking trough, basically? Yeah. And yeah. the water actually would back up at high tide all the way to Beacon Hill, basically. Holy shit. To the bottom of it. I'm glad I live on the fourth floor. There you yep. go. <laughs> So, of course, Doc, would, you know, he asked, you know, what kind of land you want, and he wants that big old hill so you, and a deep port to do all the logging. logging. And what does he want to build on that steep hill? Why does he want a steep hill? Because of Skid Row. Skid Row. We'll like get this. to that later at the oh, end. Oh, fuck. Oh, we're going to insert a Skid Row song here. Uh, like well, I, well I, was fucking with, I was fucking with Jerry today. It was like, I'm getting psyched up for the show. I'm listening to Skid Row. Yeah. <laughs> and I fuck, fuck. I, no, fuck that. I'd listen to Skid Roper. There, well, yeah, he's dope too. Mojo fuck Nixon. Yeah. Fuck. Mojo Nixon, Skid Roper. Oh, okay. When I look out into your eyes out there, when I look out into your faces, you know what I see? I see a little bit of Elvis in each and every one of you out there. Let me tell you, when in Nutty Buddies. Elvis is in your mom. He's in everybody. He's in the young, the old, the fat, the skinny, the white, the black, the brown, and the blue. People got Elvis in them too. Elvis is in everybody out there. Everybody's got Elvis in them. Everybody except one person that is. Yeah, one person. The evil opposite of Elvis. The anti-Elvis. Anti-Elvis got no Elvis in them. Let me tell you. Michael J. Fox has no Elvis in him. You should hear him sometime, Will. They're really good. Right. Oh, okay. You don't know about Mojo Nixon? Then your store could use some fixing. Yes. So basically, that was all the way up to about 20th or 30th Avenues. So basically, all the I've way up to I've lived here like 20 years. I don't know yep. where those fucking are. Like. Basically, that was the only level spot in town because... If you don't regrade everything, everything has a 200-foot cliff in Seattle, if you did right. not know that. So New Year's Eve, 1852, Doc gave Yesler 125 foot of that land going all the way back east. Sorry, I forgot to wrap it. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Bourne gave up more, which is 325 feet. Basically, Doc talked Yesler into it. And uh, you know, Doc died comfy, but not super rich like Yesler did. I also though. think Doc thinks Doc talked Yesler into it, but Yesler was like, uh, fucking nope, Doc tries to talk me into this shit. Like mm. he was bet- betting on black, like, you know, like, yeah. But that, I, don't, no. I don't think it was not as contrived. No, as it, no. He looks pretty stupid, doesn't he? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that mill gave the advantage uh, over you know all the other towns in the area. So if you had a steam mill, that could fill uh, a ship with lumber in a few days instead of a few weeks like everybody else. Right. Oh, it's a lumber mill. I thought they were cutting up steam and... Get, yeah. Giving it to people. No. In smaller amounts of You steam. play too many fucking video games. <laughs> I play Most just the steam. right amount of video games. <laughs> steam. Also. And of course, Yesler built. Oh, shit. We gotta accelerate. Oh, shit. Okay. That's so, a time check. He also builds the first public building, Yesler's Cookhouse, which is right there. Oh, wow. I never found a picture of it. Basically, no, that's his fucking mill. Well, it is I, his mill. The saw. But he builds a cookhouse next to it because he doesn't want his men going home, wasting time, and that's why oh, we so have he, the first... Oh, so he's building a fucking work camp, like the, or what do yeah. you call it, like a, a company town. Kind of, well... He's the, he's the proto-company the town. The big thing with the cookhouse, it was kind of the de facto town center because it was the only big structure where a bunch of people right. could get into, so they did any kind of... Fun- it was actually probably the most benevolent thing he ever did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Which is uh, fucked up because it's like, don't go home, yeah, stay here, yeah, come work eat, more. Come eat my food and work more. If that's the most benign thing he did, that's fucking terrible. Hey, at least yep. they had like dances sometimes. And it was... <laughs> Also, the courthouse and the jail until Madame Dam- Damnables yeah, opened yeah. up. Mandibles. Yeah. Mandibles. Madame Mandibles. It's like Z- Zorax mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> and it was also they when they had the Battle of Seattle, he donated the lumber for, for a blockhouse. Yeah, so we but like I said, Seattle he, from the dozens of attackers. And he also employed a lot of Indians, which he wanted to work back the next day. Yeah, so it's basically, I'll let you guys build a fort. So it doesn't fuck up my business like too much. Like so, when the battle was over, people clamored for Hanes. So Yesler promised to round them up. What did you say? Clamored for Hanes? Like hangings. underwear? Hangings. Oh, hangings. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, there's that like, shit. Nobody had underwear. <laughs> so basically, he gave well, up mean, the names probably. of people who All wouldn't work. I got through the loo, man. Sorry. Yeah. So he gave okay. up the names of people who wouldn't work for him. Oh, so he do- he doxed the people that wouldn't work for him. Yep. God, fucking. Yep, yep. So, uh, of course, Yesler had a silent pa- partner back in Ohio, which basically he put up all the money for the it's mill. It's the guy that gave him the loan for the mill that mm-hmm. ended up having to sue him for the rest of the money for the mill. Yep, and of course he refused, and his silent partner was John McClain. Yippee ki motherfucker. Really? Like, yep. No shit. That's not somebody you should be fucking with, really. No. Like, uh, Come down to L.A., have some fun, it's Christmas time. Yeah, and he has to come all the way out here, which in 1852 is not easy, <laughs> Yeah, to collect his money, and he managed to get some of it back, He's but probably not all. He's busy Tower. <laughs> so it was by the 1860s, he has to sue his former partner in King County and get all that, 18000 at least the balance of it back. Wait, it was already 000. King County? Yeah. Uh, well, King County actually kind of started with this... Uh, 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 what's his ass down there? That like Georgetown. The guy now that, I'm fucking blown away because you know they got like Martin Luther King Jr. on the fucking stamp. No, they, oh, no, they, they retcon that no, shit. No, yeah, absolutely they did. How many? Oh, yeah, yeah. How oh, many people what? know who King County is named after? Stephen King. Nobody. Okay. BB <laughs> <Baby> King. <laughs> William Rufus King. King, who was the vice president at the time. He's also vice pro- president of the United States at the time. What time well, was this? 1850s. He was uh, James Buchanan. But they kind of lived together and might have been partners above that. No, that's fine. First gay president. Fuck yeah. Yeah, which was fine, but, uh, you know, it'd be, you know, cool to have, like, you know, a rainbow on on the county flag. But he was also, he also founded the town of Selma, Alabama. 
Oh. And he owned slaves. So that's oh, why whoa, they kind of glossed that over. That is a lot, man. Yeah. That's a lot of stuff to be in one sentence. <laughs> 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 So in 1867, that's what the first time Seattle disincorporated in order to get Yesler off the tr- uh, town trustee committee the first time. Right. Uh, it lasted two years. Uh, Yesler gets to be county commissioner back in 1875, too. But after that, uh, there's a grand jury to investigate him because he starts one of the first lottos oh, in town. Oh, this is the best. Oh, yeah. So five weeks in, uh, you know, there's money supposed to be used to build a, well, a road over Snoqualmie well, Pass. What, what, what was the, yeah, it was supposed to build the road over Snoqualmie Pass. What was the grand prize? His mill. Yeah. Oh, hey, join my raffle. You can have my fucking mill. You know the thing that makes me all my money? Yeah, you're totally going to win that. Like, sure. buy, buy your, like, 50-cent lottery ticket. Oh, this is a straight-up, like, fail all the way. Oh, uh, this is a straight-up grift fucking, yep. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And it was supposed to be uh, drawn July 4th, 1876. Uh, so the money was supposed to go to a group of trustees, which Yesler appointed. And the trustees was supposed to hand the money to the county commissioner, which was also Yesler. Spoiler alert, they were all named late Yesler. Everybody was yep. Yesler in this entire thing. And, of course, there's also other lottos in town, but the ads that they ran said, don't trust these other lottos. They're, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're I sure. won't fuck you over, but that what? guy, that guy, that guy, they'll fuck you over. So all those other lottos, uh, six of the eight were fined 25 bucks. Another got a $150 fine. Uh, the last guy got 53 days in jail. Wait, fines for running a lotto? Well, yeah. because they didn't fucking ever do the lotto. They took the money for it. And oh, they didn't I see. Ever they're, they're collecting from everyone and then not giving a prize. Not, Yesler was not giving away his fucking lumber bill. No. Wow. Are you fucking crazy? Like, yeah. So this. do you think Yesler went to jail or got fined? Absolutely not. No. And no money was ever given to that road over Snoqualmie Pass. So um, people also looked in because he gave out liquor licenses too. Which I find crazy <laughs> that that was a thing back then, but sure. Mm-hmm. Which we're also doing tonight. Look under your seat. There's a liquor license for every one of you. You can open your own bar. Uh, James Osborne wanted one. He wanted to open a saloon on a lot that Yesler uh, got from Doc. Yesler wanted $450 per square foot. That was the most expensive in Seattle by far by, uh, back then. That's pretty expensive anywhere in the 1800s. Yep. And, of course, the uh, liquor license was approved by, guess who? Henry fucking Yesler. I'm going to take yep. a wild stab. Right. Yes, sir. Yesler. So Osborne opened the gem saloon. It was a reputable... Repu- he opened the gem saloon? I, that's yeah. what he said. That's not he what his notes said. I think he's fucking having tribe dickhead. Fucking no, like the, uh, Deadwood flashback. I was going to say, yep. yeah. Like, that's what the... the it was a good saloon, just like this one here. Yeah, exactly. I, yep. This one's a gem. But uh, when we get Jewel to his... Jewel box, not uh, gem box. Oh, it's, a, it's gem. a whole box of gems. Wow. <laughs> so uh, when he died, Osborne... It was his will that was uh, pretty interesting. Uh, so his, to his brother-in-law, who once threw him out of the house, he was not to get one thin dime, quote-unquote. He also said to take his body not even close to a church. Oh, yes. Nowhere near a church? Yep. Yeah, which is odd for the Not 1800s. within 25 feet of any church? Well, most people are scared of vampires and shit getting you at this fucking yeah, yeah. point. So mm-hmm. like, For sure. He also said his funeral was be, to be held in Yesler's Pavilion, which replaced the blockhouse. Right. Was right. still the center of town. And he wanted a competent brass band playing. 
Ah, what's, he, what's he gonna do if they show up with a bunch of amateur ass fucking brass players? Probably have a better time. That's punk as fuck. Exactly. Like, uh, exactly. Chef poop attack. That's right. Poop attack showing up to play his fucking funeral. You know uh, what? We should have a Yesler funeral like next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next time we do a show, Yesler's like, yeah. We're getting all woodwinds. Fuck this guy. I have a clarinet. I don't know how to play it. No. I have a clarinet. I know how to play it. Well, you have that uh, fake saxophone too. Oh, the robot sax. I almost yeah. brought it tonight. I don't. I I was in a rush to get out of the we house. We don't have like time that. for that. We don't have time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Um, so uh, what Osborne did to the city was to say, "I'm going to give you this land if you um, gave me a competent amount of money." But it took until what was it, 1927. Oh yeah, for the for the city, nineteen twenty seven to come up with enough money after to match all these it. motherfuckers have been dead a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, so by then that land was worth one hundred twenty thousand in nineteen twenty seven money. Yeah, but I bought it back then, so it's fine. Yeah. So that they, became so the first. Try to buy a Zune on eBay now. Yeah, They're well, the big thing so is expensive. none of them bought it in the first place. They just kind of grabbed it from the Duwamish and said, like, oh, now I can sell this. Mm-hmm. So, so that area became the first Civic Auditorium, or now the Opera House in the Seattle Center. There. No shit. So at 3rd and Yesler, across from the Fry Hotel, there's that little triangle the, with the sunken ship and everything at Pioneer Square. Um, the what? Sunken ship? It's a parking garage. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already seeing, I, I'm already seeing what's coming here. We're, we're going to run. There, what? There was a fire? What In Seattle? Fuck? What? Have you been to the Mohai and watched the uh, fire song and dance show that they have? It? I highly recommend it. Yes. Like Will and I. Dude, started, the Mohai's fucking excellent. That, that pot of glues motherfucking like, uh, soliloquy was like just yeah, fucking. Yeah, it's much better yeah. than Hamilton. That's right. <laughs> so there's a little park there named after Father Prefontaine, not the runner, the father, who probably ran after kids. Yeah. Anyway. He had the first one of the first churches there in 1867, but in 1872 the legislature uh, decided they needed a good jail, more that you know. You say take good a, jail? Yeah, at a least good, a, good a good jail. jail. It take at least more than two hours to break out of. Another it. running trope <laughs> on our show, if you listen to it at all, is jails in the 1800s were pretty much like a garden shed that they'd like leave a gun in for you. And like ways to burn your way out. Yeah, they're going to need a hunting rifle they, they, and yeah, a they, ladder. They might and a like t- fucking tie the door shut with a shoelace or some fucking thing. <laughs> like, I think the worst one we ever had was like you just like peg somebody's body to the ground with a cowhide, and that's jail. Oh no, 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 like, no, no, uh, no, no, the, the bear. bear. The worst oh, one wow, is the bear. Roy, Roy Bean's bear. Well, yeah, that was Roy Bean. Yeah, Roy yeah. Bean. They tie you to a tree, and they have a bear tied to another tree, the other tree in town. Yeah, yeah. Like almost in fucking yeah. biting distance, and that's your jail. Now, kids, yep. <laughs> you're fucked. So the uh, l- license fees or fines that they would charge the uh, sex workers, they call them the Seabson's. Basically, yeah. that's funded Seattle for forever. Right. Uh, so, by, they would put it on layaway. This jail. Until they get $12,000. <laughs> fuck, the door's the last piece that... Yeah, fuck. We got this jail from fucking Costco, I, man. Ikea. Yeah. Like, so oh, by 1876, be- they had enough money for the jail, but also Yesler was the county commissioner. And, of course, n- laws now forbid government officials for doing business with themselves. That didn't stop him. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, I would just dissolve the government. So that weird I- triangle was a good place for jail, he thought. Uh, the lot was maybe worth 500 bucks. Yesler sold it to the county for $3,500. In 
and the jail was built for $1,250,000 or $12,500. And after all that, the grand jury was called in to look at it, but the committee looking into it uh, got the prop, uh, property without looking into the title, and it illegally exceeded the $12,000. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. This, yeah. this is that parking garage that looks like a giant slice of pie? Yeah, that's yep. why it's the sinking yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, oh, that sinking yeah, yeah. ship. Okay, now it makes sense. You, you all have seen it, whether you know you've seen it or not. You all have seen it. So they built that jail, but uh, they said uh, the prisoners would only be safe if they were kept in leg irons the whole time. Right, because it was like one of those like things you go to Costco get the like the pop up tent or the pop up awning with like four legs. You just like kind of chain a guy to each leg. Mm-hmm. That's the jail. So the county stops paying on it. So Yesler just turns the jail into an office and rents it out. Yeah. What? Yeah. He's like, oh fuck. Dude. I mean, that's that's kind of like a. Oh, uh, it sucks. It sucks too bad to be jailed. Let me turn it into an office. No, that's like Evergreen State College in Olympia. Uh, oh, yeah. If you've what? been there, it was built as a prison to begin with. Do you guys? Anybody know about this? It looks like a it prison. was originally built as a prison, which is why it's like slab concrete and crazy looking. Oh yes. And they ran, they ran on a funding partway through, and then they were just like, well, fuck it. Now it's a state school, and yep. they like finished it, and now it's a hippie ass school. It's yep. fucking insane. They should do that with the nuclear reactor out in Montesano. Or oh, turn it, turn it into a high school? Yep. Yeah, yeah fucking A. Springfield High. Makes M- sense. M- Monty Burns High. Hell yeah. Yeah, because everybody in Aberdeen looks like they've been nuclear- well, nuclearized. <laughs> Never mind. All right. Hey, Will, guess what? Oh, we're getting lighted, man. We, 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 are, oh, we, we, we are there. Well, so I guess what we're going to have to do to give uh, History Boys their shot. Oh, yeah. Their okay, sorry about that. But what, what, what we're going to do is whatever we don't get to get through tonight, I guess you're just going to have to listen to our show to hear the fucking Ooh. end. All right. Like, uh, so Yesler was an asshole. Yeah. He died an asshole. Yeah. But we'll get to the end. But you can hear about it in like, further detail. I'm sure we'll like record the rest of it. No, here. fuck them. We're not recording their show. Oh, no. Well. They're either, recording their show. Either way. Thank you all for uh, coming in. History Boys are up next. We're going to have a brief intermission. Uh, thank you. Thank you. How the West was fucked will be right back. Buy our shirts from T Public. We've got one with a red ghost. Straddled by a skeleton man. And that's pretty cool. Buy our shirts from Tee Public. We have like seven, I think. They are of excellent motif. Bo designed them himself. He is full of curse words. And that's cool and brass. Adobe Sweet costs real money, and that comes out of his ass. Buy our shirts from T Public. There's one in Comic Sans that simply states, Fuck Mile City and looks like a summer camp. Buy one now, buy one now, you lovely person. We are glad to welcome you to our fucked history cast po- er, podcast. A Bronson Swagger Company. Uh, 
And we're back in the future, in yep. the studio, because they gave us the fucking warning light saying yep. we need to cut this shit the fuck off, so... There was a no. stagehand menacing us with a hook. <laughs> no, we, we... Time warped? No, we're still there, and that's why you have to put in, like, a laugh track, like a oh, yeah. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not as drunk as I was at the live show. <laughs> yeah. Yet. I like where you tried to get him to uh, do the fucking Miami Connection fucking <laughs> theme song, which they didn't have, period. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so, af- so I just did Kung Fury instead. After the live show, that we uh, they... They hosted karaoke there, and uh, I'll, I'll have to maybe post pictures of Will. Uh, he Sitting did... there like a weirdo with his <laughs> fucking possessed fucking ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, on his knee. <laughs> what were you doing? What were you what singing? What song was that? It was ridiculous. It was Cat Stevens. Oh, right, no. Cat Stevens. I, I, I made it halfway through, I guess. No. <laughs> Anyways, it was a it was a time, and yeah. we're going to do it again sometime. It yeah, next time we'll try to give you more warning. Cool. People out there... Radio end. Cool, so yeah. It we'll was, do it a was better a job at time management, too. Yes. Yeah. Hey, we were <laughs> fucked bad. We were not too bad. We're not too bad. I think we, what did you say? We only got 10 minutes left? I don't even know hopefully, where we left off. Hopefully, we got to include uh, Henry Yesler's best day ever. Oh, yeah. When Fuck. he invites everybody over for... A hanging. A hanging. Oh. <laughs> hanging with Yesler. He also gets his picture and a quote in a national magazine from it, too. And, you know, he's uh, he's always whittling, too. you got to remember that. Yeah, he just stands there and whittles compulsively. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just picture him just kind of making sticks into sharp sticks. It doesn't sound like he's like making anything art-like or anything. He's just kind of like shaving down a piece of wood till it's nothing. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. just to uh, use up all of his like uh, uh, spite spite uh, energy. Or just whatever. in his nature to make wood disappear into sawdust. That's pretty much why the guy. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. So he keeps the clipping from this magazine for seven years. But uh, that was back in January 18th, 1882, so he's already an old guy well, by he then. He also kept the makeshift gallows yep. hanging there for another a, 10 years. As a memento. Mm-hmm. Right before the fire, the, some students from the university stole it as a, as a prank. prank. Yep. He stole, they stole a gallows as a prank? Mm-hmm. It wasn't really even a gallows. It, it was, I think it was just kind of a beam that they propped up against a fence in a tree, didn't they? Yeah. It, it was a, not like a good gallows. Yeah, I think it was... Attached to a tree or something, yeah. maybe? I don't know. If only we knew a guy that ran a lumber mill that could build a gallows. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if only the gallows that we erected wasn't, like, literally in the yard of the fucking lumber mill itself. There's got to be pieces just, of wood around just here somewhere. cutting corners. <laughs> yeah, he's sitting there with a whole ass two-by-four <laughs> bitching about there's no wood as he shaves it down into Adams. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> So by 1882, there's a bunch of scammers in there, and, and the first scammer was Yesler with the lotto. So that brought oh, yeah. oh, yeah, scammers. Right. I think that's what we were. Yeah, that's kind of what we were talking about right before we hit time. Right, is the lotto where you're supposed to win the. Uh, you're supposed to win the win the, the mill, mill the, the mill, yeah. which nobody ever got the mill. Surprise, no. surprise. Uh, also in 1881, uh, President Garfield gets shot, so everybody's kind of paranoid, and also a cop gets shot. Oh, at yeah. the same time. Uh, so in January 17th, 1882, a grocery clerk. A grocery? Did you just turn grocery into an adverb? Grocery? Yep. <laughs> You're looking mighty grocery today. <laughs> it's that AMPM monster again. Yeah, you right. can't get rid of him. Slam on somebody? He looked like a fucking grocer. <laughs> what are you? Yeah, some kind of bag boy. Did you talk to your sister yet, boy? 
Don't worry, Steve. I'll tell her that you're the most handsome bag boy. Thanks, old timer. Anything for you, Steve. You're a cruel cowboy in my book. Pew, pew. Uh, so he was killed and robbed on the way home. Uh, so they find two guys uh, hiding on a wharf. Uh, they it's have not a, a good place to hide, really. There's no, not a lot of escape options. Unless you're uh, like a seal or yeah. an otter or something. They have a pistol, and one of the, the bullets is missing, or one of the balls. Uh, it was the same caliber as the one in the corpse, and their shoe prints match, too, because it was at a Nike swoosh. I was going to say, like, shoes didn't even have soles. I mean, they were all kind of just shoes. I was going to say, they didn't match each other most and, of the time. And, and you had one size. Yeah, and they weren't, there weren't rights and lefts yet, I don't even think, at that point. You're just kind of like, cram your fucking Flintstone foot into a tube, and here's your shoe, bitch. It's just a walk on. It's a fucking snake that they squeeze all the guts out of. Pretty much. There you go. <laughs> or just you, you peel a cow leg and then just sew the end up for a toe, and there you are. Perfect. It's like a meat sock. Marzipan or whatever. That's that's, yep. that's what they use in Death Valley. Yep. But that that's enough evidence for a mob to get together and start lynching people. So the mob pushes into court and grabs the two guys. Then they go to the jail and they get the guy who shot the cop a couple of months before. Yep. You're cool. Well, you got to be efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had to do them all at once. So they hanged him up good in Henry's yard. He's like, come on over for a barbecue and, and uh, hanging. Uh, two days later, Sheriff Wyckoff died from a heart attack, and that was blamed on the mob, too. What? Well, yeah, because he was trying to be like, hey, guys, you, you can't be all mobbing around here. And they're like, fuck you, or you're going up there with them. You know? Damn. So he's like, oh, I guess I'll just have a panic attack. I guess I'll just attack die, then. <laughs> and it, didn't that happen to one of the Capitol Police officers after yeah. Gen 6? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, same shit. So they have a grand jury look into this. They say the guys are probably guilty anyway, and the lynching saved the city some money, so yep. it was a good thing. Whoa. Yep, that's efficiency. And they list the official cause of death as, quote, irate citizens. Yep. And, of course, Yesla keeps that hanging set up for seven years. Iratecitizens.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This guy's totally a five out of five. Yeah. And in the magazine, he probably tells his first and last and only joke. It was, uh, quote, that was the first fruit them trees ever bore. But it was the finest. Yep. Fucking what a God fucking sociopath. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and we had a hilarious picture to go along with this of, it's basically a drawing, but it was still in Harper's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, well it's going to go on Instagram now instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It, isn't Yesler even just depicted in there whittling his wood, I mm-hmm. think, somewhere? It's kind of like a Where's Waldo because there's like a ton of people in it. Oh, we did put Waldo in that picture. It, and you, it, I should all have to send you that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please send but me like, all that stuff. Try to find Henry. Well, he's the weird looking hobbit fucking sharpening a stick. Well, and you know how like the Where's Waldo books, you, it's like, yeah, you find Waldo, but also it's like, oh, he dropped his cane over here, his yeah. hat's over there, his fucking canteen's over there. Yeah. Like, you gotta find uh, his like whiskey flask. His and like me bag. Clostomy <laughs> bag, his fucking whittling knife, yep. a half-whittled stick. So by 1883, Yesler's land in town was worth $318,000. Yep, and he at this point had paid off, like, because what, he got the loan for like thirty grand. Mm, yeah. And he, he had maybe paid off like twelve of that. Maybe. Yeah, well, I, I think the the guy comes out from Ohio. Well, eventually, maybe yeah, like eighteen thousand after years and years of. Because yeah, him. he's like, hey man, how about some payments on this shit? And he's like, ha, fuck off. What are you gonna do over there in Missouri? Or he only he only gives at? him payments if he really asks for him, and never or, as much as he needs to. It's he, like just, he only makes payments when the guy shows up. That's what I'm saying. Like, to sue him. Yeah, yeah. Just just to keep his ass out of hot water. Mm-hmm. Enough, just enough to keep. He his only ass shows out of hot up water. when the guy crosses the isthmus of motherfucking Panama to jump on a fucking ship, sail past California to come pretty much serve him notice. You know, right. like. <laughs> and uh, in second place was Denny Arthur Denny at seventy five thousand. So he's crushing the competition. Yeah. But by then, Yesler definitely didn't have any friends left. 
especially from the old old crew. He had ripped off absolutely everyone. Yep. By 1886, he was senile, an easy mark for ripper offerers. Hell yeah. Yeah, he had a, like a coterie of motherfuckers just kind of hanging around in his house like, oh, you should, you need to buy this really expensive painting. Oh my God, he's get- like, yeah, he's like uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio with his, he, he used to crew, when he was like in his like teens and like 20s, he had a crew that would follow him around everywhere he went. And they called themselves the Pussy Posse. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, this is. <laughs> and one of the guys was the the dude that played the the little brother in uh, fucking. Oh, yeah, because uh, I was on just on how did this get made? Yeah, the, the Teen Witch. Teen Witch, yeah, yep. the little brother on Teen Witch. And now we mentioned our mandatory bad eighties movie, so we can uh, move on. Was <laughs> uh, uh, this before or after the, the wife died? Uh, this is about right when the wife died. Because what, what what kind of house was he living in? You know, this guy's really rich, right? But up until this point, he's living in the same house that he'd lived in since his wife moved out, which was not a super opulent house. It wasn't like a shithole. Yeah. But it was like a house. It was like a normal ass, like just a house. three bedroom or whatever right. house. Yeah. But now he builds a super mansion. We well, did that right after his wife died. Yep. Because now that you have. I think that's was at Third and James or somewhere there. Yeah. It was way, way fucking. It's like. Is it still there? No. No. Because there was, there was this. Big, big fucking fire. I don't know if you've heard about it. They have a yeah, this great San Francisco fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. that. Well, this was, was the, Seattle. the Seattle showing. Oh. That's what they, once they took that show on the road, I, I didn't realize it went on the road. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> then it went to oh, Idaho. Eventually. Famously toured yep. Chicago, <laughs> St. Louis, New York, Wisconsin, <laughs> fucking Shakopee. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like you go to that fucking. Uh, did, yeah, you didn't get to go watch the uh, the fire song and dancing. Oh yeah, no, at, the, no. at the Mohai. No, oh, I my was God. chasing the kid around. It's it's an acid trip because you're getting getting sung to by like oh, I'm just a part of glue. The glue caused the fire. It's like what, the glue caused the fire. Yeah, because a guy was heating up some furniture. Guy was heating up some glue, which at that time <laughs> was clearly made out of napalm and sadness and pig parts. Sure, sure. It's much better than Hamilton for sure. Boiling, you know, boiling, boiling gas, boiling tallow with yeah. nap or uh, naphtha in it. But yeah, the like it like. You go sit in the Seattle fire room, there's a bunch of melted marbles and children's toys and shit, but then the lights dim and, like, fake fire comes up, and then, like, a sh- light shines on the glue pot, and then okay. there, there's, like, a projected, like, almost like jib-jab, like, animated glue pots again. Don't blame me, I'm just a fucking the glue, and they're all <laughs> singing and shit. And there's, like, the sturdy firemen of the volunteer fire department, like, singing with, like, kind of animated jaws, like, Ter- like Terrence and Philip. Let's say, like, the Canadians in, in fucking yeah, South Park. and, like, horses singing and shit, and, oh, the, and the typewriter for the... Um, <laughs> The newspaper at the time, which was not the oh, I forgot to tell you, I, I dosed dosed you with LSD. This, none of this is real. So. Oh, <laughs> well, secretly, I was entertained by it anyway. <laughs> so uh, Yesler spending all his money didn't sit right with his uh, half brother's son. Yeah, his only kind of heir. Yep, JD Loman. He's like, hey, buddy, stop spending all my future money before you die. <laughs> Loman, at least, well, at least that guy was kind of like. Whacking people with sticks to keep them from other people from ripping them off as best he could. Sure, sure, sure. He's you like, "This is my mark, motherfucker. Right. Get, the, get the fuck back." Loman didn't like the friends in low places. Yeah, because <laughs> they, they weren't friends. Like uh, Uncle Henry, who's this guy? Well, that's Crazy Bill. Where did you meet him? I don't know. Followed me home one night. <laughs> Keeps on selling all my silverware. He's a great guy. So what I done hook hand Larry. So by then, Yesler was seventy six, but it looked like he was never going to die. But people were hoping for it, though. Yeah. Everybody. Donald Trump. Well, and there was uh, some, uh, wasn't there some kind of uh, speculation that somebody might have been slowly trying to poison him? Yeah, we'll get to that. Sweet. So actually, Jack London was conceived at Yesler's home. Gross. Uh, a traveling phrenologist knocked up his housemaid. 
Hey, hey, good job. <laughs> good job touching heads. Take that show on the road, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> uh, well, you got to remember, yes, there was one of these spiritualism guys. Him and his wife, after his son died, they got way into the, uh, the ectoplasms we, and the... Ouija boards and the knockings and shit. That, and they just fuck anything that would move, like, both of them, more or less. Well, okay. I think she more or less, like, hung out with one specific lady, but he would just kind of, like, put his dick wherever he could get it, find acceptance for it. Sounds like he lived a rich and fulfilled life. Oh, yeah, he was great. Mm-hmm. So his nephew gets appointed as business manager by uh, banker Jacob Firth. Uh, so he manages well, but by 1887, all the land holdings were mortgaged to the hilt. I like things to the hilt. But Yesler had some surprises for Loman. Uh, so after his wife died in 1887, I guess, that's when he decided he needed the biggest mansion in town. So it was 30 years he lived at First and James in a former store. But then now he built... Um, Fifty thousand dollars on the mansion for eighteen eighty seven. He lived money. in a former store. Yeah, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, dude. I would love to like buy up a old Target and just live in that shit. That's yeah. a little big. That'd be fun, dude. You'd I, start, you'd start finding neighbors you didn't know you had. You well, just I, hear shit at <laughs> night. And... Yeah, dude. I used to do uh, overnight stocking in the West Olympia uh, Target. Oh, so like yeah. they, the crew, would, we'd all show up at like like eight o'clock or whatever, like after the place closed. And then the, the, your boss would let you in, and then lock all the doors, and you're like locked in a Target till Whoa. you know seven in the morning. I've seen Chopping Mall. I know how that goes. Have you seen Career Opportunities? Oh no, what's that? This guy's like a floor cleaner, and he gets a job in a Target, and he gets locked in overnight. And then uh, Jennifer Connolly pops up because she like hides stows away in there. Con- Connolly, yeah, Connolly. <laughs> she like uh, stowaways there because she's running from her parents because you know fuck you mom and dad. And then uh, these like two or three like unsavory characters uh, are planning a heist of Target. One of them a goblin trying to steal a baby? Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ludo is in it, though. That's was there, weird. Was there a blood diamond in it? <laughs> but yeah, so uh, they they kind of meet cute, and then uh, two two guys break in to try to rob the place they, they in the middle of the night. They wet-banded them. And they there's like shen- ma- many shenanigans. <laughs> many shenanigans. That's why you need lethal robots like chopping And you, you know in like the late 80s, early 90s, there was all those... I think it was a... Ch- Oh, what's his name? Uh, the guy that directed uh, Uncle Buck. Uh, I almost said John Waters. Home, the guy did Home Alone. Fuck. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But like, like the whole the whole movie, you know how those movies have like one pop song that is like the score for the entire movie. Mm-hmm. The score for that movie is uh, Fine Young Cannibals. She drives me crazy. Oh, that song drives me crazy. Yeah, the yeah. whole fucking one. <laughs> I uh, forgot about the song Tarzan Boy until yesterday. Oh, yep. whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I don't know that one. What's that? It used what to be Duran like, Duran, right? No. It's, no? Uh, Smell like a sound? They're called something like the, the hotels or something. The hotels? I think. Hold on. Hotel Great detectives? Radio, by the way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Listen to Tony touch his phone. <laughs> Baltimore. 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 Is that like the witch that lives in Baltimore? Nope. It's this fucking dude that should stay away from schools and oh, yeah. libraries. Looks like he'd been Rick rolled a few times. Right. Kind of, yeah. If like, yeah, if uh, Uncle Rick was thrown in a fucking vat of like music oil or something. I don't know. All right. Music oil. Anyway, so he has this huge mansion and basically it's kind of like the Spawn Ranch, just a bunch of losers hanging out. But uh, Loman kept spies there to keep uh, all the hangers on from stealing too much money. Like all the hangers on are all employed as spies, but they're only spying on each other. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody, but I'm, I'm on the payroll. I'm a spy. 
Well, oh, I was, no way. I, I was going to tell you, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a coincidence, man. Crazy. So Yesler gets around all the Loman's meddling by borrowing money from a man named Gamma Ponson. There's a Ponson Cove in Olympia just kind of by Tolman oh, State yeah. Park. Named after him? Mm-hmm. His name's Gamma? Gamma. Okay. Is his middle name Ray? <laughs> yep. So the agreement with Ponson was that he'd borrow money whenever Yesler wanted it, and no questions asked, or com- you know, or complain about ever getting it back. Because Yesler's like, I'm just going to die and not ever pay you back. Yep. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the move, dude. That's the fucking move. So Ponson could charge interest, though. So the first check after Yesler died went to Ponson for $37,000. Holy Ooh. shit. And remember, he spent 50000 just on that. So the creditors had to form a corporation to keep the lawyers from taking all the money. <laughs> And Ponson was the biggest stakeholder in that company, and was named president of uh, Henry Yesler Estate Incorporated. Oh, no fucking way! What? Jesus Christ! They had to start a whole company just to like get paid back for the mm-hmm. for the shit he owed. <laughs> yep. Goddamn, dude. But Yesler had another surprise for his nephew in 1890. He married his maid, Minnie, yeah, who was. is 55 years younger. Oh yeah. shit! I was hoping you were gonna say 55 years old. No, she nope. was like what? Uh, she would have been 20 something if he's 70 if, something. If even that, yeah. He was almost 80. Yeah. 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 So she's like 25. Mm-hmm. So the widow, poor widow, uh, Yesler died two years later. So the poor widow, Minnie the maid, was arrested and charged with destroying Yesler's will. What? Well, she was also very likely already poisoning married to him. a different guy mm-hmm. too, and poisoning him. And probably. poisoning him. Oh, this is some Anna Nicole Smith shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Uh, so uh, also Yesler's doctor was living at the house, and he was arrested and charged with the same because they're probably shacking up too. In, oh, it's in, like in Michael Jackson's doctor. Mm-hmm. And uh, later, that doctor was barred from medicine. So, which is fine because all yeah. he was doing is eighteen hundreds doctor shit anyway. Which totally bared, mm-hmm. at least he wasn't medicine. At least he medicine. wasn't medicine from the bar. So that was eighteen ninety two, December sixteenth, when he died. And papers couldn't find any old timers that had anything nice to say about him. <laughs> yep. Everybody said no comment. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> wow, what a fucking legacy. So they just printed the old <laughs> obituary for his cookout that cook house. Yeah, yeah. Because there, there is a on the in the book like people like love that fucking cookhouse. Okay, it was like the center of town, you know. And so when it finally got torn down, there was much lamentation of like, oh, think of all the good times we had. And, right. Uh, I think a, it burned not, down though. But no, they knocked it down. On oh purpose. no, yeah, yeah. There's so many fires, in. but that was in the 1860s. So yeah, everybody missed that old cookhouse. Oh, it's like there. when all those old fuckers get around and start talking about the. The old days of the funhouse. Yep. Mm-hmm. Except for this would be like if you died and we just printed up an obituary for the funhouse. We'd like pull out the old sta- uh, <laughs> straight, true, yeah. stranger ad. <laughs> <laughs> At my funeral, everybody's like, man, the funhouse is a cool place. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Skid Road, uh, that was the where they sent all the logs down before the regrade. I pretty much literally just drove across it mm-hmm. on the way here. One of the big, big, uh, still one of the big streets in town. But uh, Wait, wh- which street was... Did that become? Yesler. Yesler. Oh, Yesler, okay. And, uh, of course, you know the, the band Skid Road? Yeah. Yep. Skid Row, right? Skid Road. Skid Road. Which was one of Nirvana's first names. Oh, I see. I yeah, was going to shock the crowd right. with that. that. Oh, yeah. oh, Nirvana was called Skid Road. Yeah. For like three shows. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. they were like, oh, these fucking ass That's the thing is, Skid Row was already out there. Yeah. 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 All 18 and lifing you got it, dude. <laughs> and uh, what, was their other, what was their other banger? I was listening to Skid it at work before the... 
They had a they had uh, a ballad, right? Yeah, well, that, 18 and Life. Yeah, and like, they, had, 18 and Life. they had a rocking one, too, though. Yeah, that, that's what I was... I was listening they to it say, at work. Skid Row. That's all I remember. It's probably called Skid Row. I don't know. Skid Row by the band Skid Row off the album Skid Row. Is it just song? I got Skid Marks in my underpants of it. Be a good band name, Skid Mark. <laughs> Skid Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. now you're talking. Boom. My music is me, yeah. If you listen to my whole album and didn't see my face, you would say, wow, oh, this kid, you know, he's probably from a rundown neighborhood and, uh, you know, had hard times and, um, you know, he's just being truthful. You know what I'm saying? But if they were to see me and they, oh, he's one of the new kid's brothers, they would say, oh, yeah, he's just a rich kid and it's a bunch of bull and this and that. I'm not trying to project any goody two-shoot image or anything like that, you know? I, I grew up in the street, you know what I mean? I know what it's like to be in trouble, you know what I mean? I know what it's like to be poor. I know what it's like to have money. But So Yesler almost bankrupted the city twice. And once they had unincorporated to avoid the lawsuit from uh, basically for his regrade up Yesler Way there, which he never paid the city for. Also, honorable mention for Dutch Ned. Remember that guy? Vaguely, you brought him up before the show. Oh, so yeah. he was. I have to pretend like I at least know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. He was the city's <laughs> first engineer because Yesler paid him for years and years to take sawdust and whatever. and Fill it in the swamp. Yep, and fill in all the potholes. Well, potholes and like... Yeah, like any swampy train, which I don't know, like, you know, wood does kind of ferment, right? Yeah. And you've smelled that. Of course, like a yeah. Bill. That must have been fucking Holy awful, dude. fuck. <laughs> that must have been, well, that, like, that's that like wet dog times a billion. Well, that and coupled with a, uh, part of the thing we didn't get to that I wanted to talk about is, you know, part of that when Henry kept on wanting to, like, dissolve the entire city, even though he was on the council. Mm-hmm. Like in acid? Is well, he, he a fucking he Batman didn't wanna, Well, he didn't want to pay for, like, like, when they were doing the regrading shit, like, all these trails went along the hillsides and there's like you know like any hillside there's like basically what you'd call like a chute or like a uh, you know there's spurs and gullies along every hillside right. it's not just straight right. so some people would have like a gully in front of their house well they had to pay more to fill those in to level the road and then like if somebody was fortunate and they didn't have any of that well then they weren't paying anything some people were getting taken to the fucking cleaners but they're all in charge they're all responsible for filling in the part of the road in front of their place. Okay, so well, you're Yesler responsible big, for your own gully. Yeah, and Yesler had a big fucking gully. He's like, I'm not, I'm not fucking doing it. I'm just not going to do it. And they're like, <laughs> well, you, well, you have to. He's like, no, no, I fucking don't. Because then he gets his lawyer and he's like, well, this Seattle's not incorporated. This body doesn't even exist. Seattle doesn't have the right to have a fucking city council or whatever, mm-hmm. which, you know, he's like, I don't know the chair of, or like a, at least a big member <laughs> yeah, of at the yeah. time. <laughs> what a fucking asshole! And so the, yes. the city itself had to like fight all this shit. Like Seattle almost disappeared because Henry Yesler didn't want to fill in the gully in front of his shit. He didn't want to pay. He didn't want to pay. Yeah, yeah, he wanted it filled in. But, yeah, but he had also like built the the first water system too, which was just V notched, like basically uh, two uh, two by sixes, like mm-hmm. in a V, mm-hmm. like a trough. Well, that's all where all your water comes from. But of course, there's like dead crows and shit floating in, people urinating in it, and leaves and pine needles and shit getting in there. Sure. So yeah. eventually he did a covered one. But then what it was is when you'd shit, like everything go out into the sound. If the tide was up, that's fine. All your shit would go out and then go out with the tide, but the problem is it'd come back. Oh, right. The, yeah, yeah. I, I did know that part. And, and it, so you've got this reeking pulp mill shit. You've mm-hmm. got all your human poop like coming further up coming, the beach. Coming back you know, at you. Oh, yeah. God. Well, and it, uh, at ex- like ex- when when 
waste would hit the water, right? And it would there'd be an extreme low tide. It would suck all that shit down to like Tacoma uh. and stink up their fucking like waterfront area. Well, it's probably not like they weren't also just right plushing all right, that right. poop into fucking I don't know the narrows or whatever. Well, yeah, I I, I stood behind uh, you know stinky old punk rockers just to get that smell instead of the Tacoma smell yesterday. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So also, um, so an eighteen eighty Dutch Ned he quits and gets a job hauling the mail. But he had a head, head injury or something. He was a little slow. So, uh... Come, he's just, like, hooking people's parcels into the wharf, <laughs> like, singing. Uh, but he was the first pioneer mailman, obviously. Pioneer mailman! Uh, so he was dirt poor, but he wanted people to remember him. So he saved all his money for a kick-ass mausoleum. <laughs> but people would tease him, and they said, Oh, we're going to bury you in the pauper's grave. Uh-huh. And he got paranoid. So he would spend most of his off time in the mortuary just in case he would die. Oh, but he died in the fucking mausoleum. And he'd be like, please promise me you're burying me in my yeah, he's kick-ass like, mausoleum. He like chains himself in there. He's got, <laughs> 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 Ha-ha. Sir, we could just cut off your foot after you're done. And, yeah. <laughs> so he's haunting Lakeview Cemetery today with no, Bruce, Bruce Lee and everybody else. Oh, oh, yeah, Bruce Lee's up there well, and, his, and his kid. The ghost of the cowboy mailman is... Kung Fu fighting the ghost of motherfucking <laughs> Bruce Lee. That sounds like uh, that the Frighteners, like when they go yeah. to the they go to the fucking. Uh, there's Arlie Ermy as yep. the the army ghost guy. And well, he's cowboy ghost. He was drill, uh, drill sergeant, drill sergeant or gun, yeah. gunnery sergeant Hartman. Yep. You well, know, yeah, the cowboy guy's Christopher Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know John Saxon from the movie. Yeah, dude. Mitchell. Mitchell. He's wearing a Mitchell shirt he, right now. He's buried up there too, but what? He doesn't have any connection to Seattle aside from being in a couple Bruce Lee movies. Wait, okay. why the fuck is he buried up there? Just because right he, place, right time, baby. He just got iced. No, he got buried alive or something. No, he's like, I, I, I was in a Bruce Lee movie. I get it. I, I, I want to be buried next to Bruce Lee. <laughs> it's or like something. A Nick Cage's fucking dumbass mausoleum down in uh, New Orleans. Oh yeah, his right. He has no connection with pyramid. New Orleans, but he was in a movie called Renfield. Oh, also, Bad Lieutenant took place in New Orleans. Yeah. the newer one. Renfield's fucking dope, by the way. Is yeah, it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Should watch that. Uh, so you uh, you know why they wanted to fix the potholes though? Because a kid had drowned in one. Oh, I forgot Ooh, about that. God damn. <laughs> well, didn't people just sit there and like, they were trying to fucking find him, but they couldn't. It was like all goopy and shit. And, like, I guess some big dude jumped in there and was like, I don't save the child. There's like already adults like poking around in the mud for like five minutes at this point. Like, oh, yeah. And they're, He's and fucking they're grabbing, done, dude. you know, they're finding like tree roots. And that's this big burly guy, like, pretty much is, I found him. But it's just like a tree root. He's like <sighs> trying to rip that. Out of the ground. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And that happened on Yesler Way, yeah, of, of course. course. And now that's why Yesler sued everybody and wanted to get that road fixed. Right. Not because of the kid dying, but, you know, that big mud bog would fuck up his business. Right. Yep. <laughs> but uh, when the city had to unincorporate and uh, they were saved by t- taxing the sex workers. So yeah. That, tax- all, that all worked out. Because basically 90% of the, all their city funds came wow. from... Shit, maybe, well, and maybe you can le- legalize sex work, tax it, and fucking fix the goddamn roads in well, Seattle now. The way it seems, too, is like the sex workers were not too bad. It was almost like you had to get a pussy license. You know how like you get like um, a liquor, liquor, license? L- liquor license? Liquor license, sure. They kind of did that, and like sometimes they'd be like, hey, ladies, we're trying to do this. We need a little extra bucks. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll just fuck harder for a couple days. Or we'll run a special or something. <laughs> you know, here's an extra 10% or whatnot. They seem to be pretty down with the uh, yeah. the, the civic we'll the civic qualities of it. Exactly. And also, yeah, well, we can't really say no or else you'll probably rescind our license to tell sex. Right. So we can't have that. So, yep, here you go. 
And it was that it's like uh, a bake sale only with fuck China. yeah, dude. <laughs> Churches could be so much cooler. <laughs> uh, so it was that shitty triangle that was uh, by Pioneer Square. Oh, the sinking ship that almost jinxed the rebuild. Oh, after the pie the, slice, yep. the big parking lot. Yeah, yep. that uh, almost jinxed the rebuild after the fire in 1889. He offered the triangle to the city in 1876. He wanted eight thousand for it. But after the fire, he got $156,000 for that crappy little well, piece of land. Wasn't he? Okay, well, that was originally, I mean, that's what it's worth that was originally where the priest lived, right? And then he yeah, bought it from the priest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Prefontaine, Jesus. Yep. And then... Uh, Better than Postfontaine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, then, like, didn't he, like, build a thing and then nobody wanted to buy it or something? I don't know. There was something fucked about it before that, too. But Yeah. yeah. They built a Mariner's merch store before there was ever a Mariner's team. Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah. Well, yeah, everybody was either a mariner or a logger. So, <laughs> uh, so after the first time Yesler tried to bankrupt the town, that was in 1876, Arthur Denny vowed never to speak to Yesler again, and he did not speak to him. Those two didn't speak for 16 years. Well, he sure showed Yesler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, he lost a lot of sleep at night. <laughs> right. Who? Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, that the the, tr- the churchy yeah. guy? <laughs> whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> So, uh, as you know, there's streets that go diagonally and streets that go east well, and west. As, I, as I, we know, I'm thinking maybe like people in Ohio and no, in I'm Arizona gonna post, might not. I'm going to post on, on our Instagram account um, the like a map of downtown Seattle. Oh, God. It, it's it's gonna, fucking insane. It's going to have to be like four pages. Yeah, you mm-hmm. won't be able, people, you will not be able to make any sense out of it because I've lived here 20 years and I still forget yeah. what street I'm on and... Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you're like, oh, this is Lenora. I know Lenora goes, oh, wait, it goes in this fucking weird-ass direction, and you end uh, up in or, this, some other neighborhood. Like fucking Aloha. It looks like Aloha. Aloha. Cuts, it cuts off, and then it reappears well, yeah, somewhere else. because there's a big fucking lake yeah. in between it, oh, yeah. and then it just starts, it starts all over again. again. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Yeah, the, like, love this town. I mean, I'm sure most of you have somewhat of an idea. All this town is is, like, perched on the edge of a bunch of water on a bunch of... Hills that the downtown area, the metro area is squished in between a fucking saltwater body, uh, inland sea, and two fucking lakes. Yeah, on well, the other and, side. and the lakes have moved around. If you go to the Museum of History and Industry that we've been talking about, they have a thing where you press a button and it'll show you by year, like when they do what they call the regrade, the Denny regrade, where they actually chopped off the tops of mountains and then they threw all the fill, you know, the fill. Uh, the dirt and shit and rock to fill in like all these holes and shit we're talking about and fill in like the swampy areas and shit like that. So that happened over a series of years and you press the, they have this like topographical like 3D map and uh, you press a button it'll show like when they dug the ship canal and when they shaved off the top of a certain hill and then filled in a different it. But it's, it's all physical and it's on wires yeah, and shit. It's, it's very awesome. It's mesmerizing. It's, it's fucking like, great. It just kind of levitates big chunks of earth and water up and down. and Much like uh, the new game Tears of the Kingdom. You no, know, and mm-hmm. we were saying I, I wanted to uh, yeah, you were saying that, and I just said I wanted to put, like, TIE Fighters and shit on the little wires so they'd go up and down. Oh, and, yeah, you know. for sure. So what's the name of the street that goes east and west on the north end? Uh, that would be D- Denny. Denny. Well, actually, Mer- It's named after David Denny, but close enough. Well, but then there's also Mercer that's parallel to that. Oh, yeah, I forgot And about up that. until a few years back, it was a fucking one-way, which I never understood. Yeah, that was pretty You dumb. could only go east on it. Yeah. One of the busiest streets in the whole yeah, country. Yeah, it's uh, literally where all the Amazon shit is crouched like a and the Google wait, shit waiting and the monster. Facebook shit yeah and much other shit we got a well I actually work about a block off of it and then uh, I got what UW Medical is right across the street from us 
Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation? Uh, that's up a ways, but yeah. But that's, yeah, it's off Mercer. It's right by the uh, uh, Seattle Center, like Space Needle type yep. fucking area. Which, oh yeah, by the Seattle's this weekend. That's, oh, yeah. I, Dude, well, we, had, we had two days of Taylor Swift. No effects is playing down in Tacoma with a bunch of other bands. <sighs> block party. Blo- the Capitol Hill block party, the Bite of Seattle, the fucking Blue Jays Tr- and Toronto Mariners. Blue Jays, yeah. which, uh, you know, being All the, the assholes from Canada come down. Oh, dude. Well, it's because, you know, they're, they're, it's the only Canadian baseball team, and so people in Vancouver might want to enjoy them, too. So dude, they, la- they wait till they come to Seattle, and they all fucking hoard in here like last uh, night was saturday and i i worked at a ostensibly a sports bar but like we got absolutely fucking inundated with like and we're right next to like two buildings that or three buildings that people rent out for weddings and shit yeah so we had like all these like like literally a dude came in and like he looked exactly like um What's his name? Fucking Eastbound and Down. Uh, Kenny Ken? Powers. Oh, oh. Cool. he looked exactly like Kenny Powers. I'm not joking. Like the fucking reflective, like you know. Oh, the, like, oh, I, like I, have the, a spe- I have a speedboat sunglasses. Yeah, like the fucking Pit Vipers or yep. uh, or Oakleys. Yep, it was Pit Vipers. And uh, you know the fucking Blue Jays hat, Blue Jays shit, curly fucking like, Kentucky waterfall. Fucking Canadian, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was fantastic. Those guys were so fucking drunk, though. Yeah, they kept walking past. I was sitting up at the bar, like uh, Edie and those guys. When she was just about to get off, and a whole horde of uh, Toronto wearing fools were coming. It was like, oh no, because they're pretty notorious for a being drunk and not tipping worth a shit. Yeah, uh, and just being rowdy as fuck. And being rowdy. Well, these were kind of older folks, but they're like, oh, it says, like, the Pine Needle is up. There is no place here that, as far as I'm aware, called the Pine Needle. I think they were either looking for the Pine Box pine or they're trying to go to the And they were way on the wrong side of I-5 for that shit. Oh, it looks like it's only a block, and they're already, they're kind of heavy set. They're already kind of huffing and puffing and like, hey, you're about to walk down a giant hill, and then you'll have to walk back up, and you're not going to find anything. Fool. Take that, Canada. Specifically Toronto, specifically the baseball team, yeah, and the fans there. Actually, the baseball team is fine. Yes, they're fans. Anyway, you have to go all the way down to Yesler Way, which is what only a mile yeah. and a half yeah, or whatever. It's like literally right down here. But that's when the streets go back to being east and west again. But to bl- uh, who's to blame for the diagonal streets is motherfucking Arthur Denny because he does it. Because the law at the time, if you you know get this free homesteaded land, all, if you make a town, all the streets have to be east and west and north and south, as most places do. But he anything on his claim was diagonal. Oh, so I was kind of right. I think I said to you like you you said something about like oh yeah we got something in here about like why the streets are all mm-hmm. fucked up downtown. Yeah. So yes, and, and I was like what I, what's that? Like Yesler, all his land was uh, surveyed first by Doc Maynard. And that's why it was done correctly. So yeah. yeah. So like what what I always said about downtown Seattle, uh, all the way up through like Capitol Hill and like Queen Anne and shit, it seemed like like the rich people moved into town, and then they're like, well, there needs to be streets, so they like just paved streets from their house or whatever they're into on a grid to the water from whatever angle they were at. Yeah, I mean, only... kind of, It's you got to remember, it's not that rich people moved in town. These are all these people that we were just talking about. They didn't yeah. start out fucking rich. Right. No. They're the ones that became rich. Right, they right. were already here, but they had moved out of their, like, in but, Denny's but, case, they moved out of their roofless fucking cabin on right. Alki. But it's just like, uh, Denny's just like, well, this part's my town, so fuck you. I'm going to, like, yeah. you know, I'm going to draw roads to the water. Well, it took almost 30 years for First Avenue to get all the way done and filled in. And, you know, and with the regrades that you could, you know, because if you wanted to go from Denny to Yesler, you you would have to take a rowboat for the first yeah, 30 years. Yeah, you'd have to go around. Cause oh, yeah. Would, you know, it, or like you'd get out your mountaineering shit. Yeah, because they, like the book says, you could 
some of those gullies you could fit like a seven story building yeah. into. Yeah, they weren't. It wasn't like a little <laughs> ditch. It was like, well, didn't you say like some of them they got because sometimes you had to traverse them. They just kind of set up like ladders and shit. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you'd be like, climb down a ladder, walk over like ten feet, climb up another ladder, yeah. continue on your way. We'll get into oh, yeah, that if we do like the uh, you know after the fire and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. That. I've, I've seen those photos before. Those are well, fucking crazy. Well, I can't remember whose whose mansion, which one of the lumber assholes uh, or something like uh, the mansion is up here on Pill Hill, up by Swedish, and all that shit. Um, that where uh, where uh, Lawrence get married. Were you at that? I was, yeah. That um, was one of these dudes' fucking mansion. No shit. Yeah, it wasn't Yesler. Yesler's burned down in yeah, the fire. This, I mean, like, this one was built in like the, like, what? Early 1900s. Early 1900s, yeah. That's yeah, what, but it was yeah. still rustic enough. Where it looks like some shit, like, you know, when you go to, like, Glacier or Yellowstone, some of the Grand Old Lodge It looked like the shit. Haunted Mansion from Disneyland. Kind of. Yeah. Not quite, like, Winchester House right. huge or anything, but it's still pretty cool. But it's still up there. But yeah, most I remember most of these things burned down in the fire. Mm-hmm. I guess that's to include the, the hoses mm-hmm. for the firefighters. That's my favorite part. <laughs> you can once again go get sung about that by a, like a fire. Oh wagon. yeah, this whole this whole episode has just been a like just we're doing an ad for the uh, Moai. Seattle Seattle tourism. Yeah, Moai. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you can go see the uh, ooh the uh, racist. Fish gutting machine. Oh yes, mm-hmm. and then the <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, all that fun shit. Um, the Ivers clam riding a unis- unicycle. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, wild rainiers. Yep, they're called mountain fresh rainiers. Oh yes, mountain fresh right. rain- rainier bottles with legs. legs. And then uh, uh, what is that? The yeah, the nuclear fucking. Oh, what was that weird ray gun? Thing? Oh, the, the oh the yeah, find the uranium. How to find uranium from, in a hillside? From like far driving dis- driving your fifty seven Chevy. And, yep. And uh, yeah, um, various Duwamish woven goods. Um, a lot of models of like the Decatur and the Beaver and all these other little ships. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the flag that the ladies sewed out of their britches in the blockhouse during the Battle of Seattle. All that good shit. Madam Damnable. Oh, Madam Damnable. Yeah, we didn't talk about her much. Was she? Uh, the, she was the Madam of the Seamstress Union. She was. She was kind of the, she, one of the first. She, she I think, kind of. We'll got get into Recruited by Maynard, but yeah. she was called Madam Damnable not mostly because, like, well, I'm sure some of it was like, oh, you're a sex worker, ooh, gross, by like Denny and all his goody little two shoes. Oops, sorry, but <laughs> but took out Tony's teeth there. Uh, but uh, um, it was mostly because, like, uh, like when they're prepping for the Battle of Seattle, like the Decatur Marines wanted to come. Like she had hedges out front of her brothel. So you could kind of like be sneaky about that you're going oh, sure, yeah. getting sexed. So they're like, oh, that that kills our line of sight. You know, Indians could be hiding in there and so so they wanted to come cut down her hedges. And she comes out hucking rocks at them and fucking screaming the worst profanities like ever. And then six her dogs on them. Oh hell she yeah! She had like some beefy dogs <laughs> and basically chased the Marines the fuck mm-hmm. out of there. So that's fuck how she yeah. got her reputation. Fuck yeah, dude! But how they solved it is pretty good too. What they just threw a stake on the ground and no one of the one of the guys knew her. Oh, knew her. Oh, knew her. oh, 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 oh all right. <laughs> Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't wait to listen to this half and the beginning <laughs> yeah. half. Yeah, the the one the one that the live one that was kind of a blur. I just remember my fabulous uh, uh, bidet joke. I would I can't believe we didn't come. Oh, the howdy that asshole. Part. Yeah, howdy yeah. asshole. <laughs> Getting all saddlesore up in here. Get. Howdy, asshole. I just remember you saying butt spray, and now I want to make a spray that makes rooms smell like butts. They have that. You ever had that fart spray shit? That's fart spray. I want butt spray. 
different. I mean, what's the difference? Yeah, there's so, like a some BO guy quality at, to at the No Effects show. I was behind him. His shirt said Ass Juice. It was like a Ass Juice. What you get at in uh, Vegas? In Vegas at the Double punk, Down. Yeah, Double Down for yeah. uh, punk lock, punk two bucks. bowling. It's oh, like two two dollar okay. shot, and it's just what me and Bo used to do at the old funhouse. We count bottles at the end of the night. Yeah, just anything oh. anything left in the bottom of the fucking bottle, you All just sorts. dump it together in a mm. fruity container. hill. Rumplemints, Jägermeister. Peach schnapps, peach schnapps, <laughs> tequila, and fucking one fifty one down the hatch. Woof! I'm surprised I never puked off of that shit. I think I did. Came close once. to you. Came close to you. It's usually when uh, uh, Rumplemints and uh, uh, what's that shit? Um, Southern Comfort fucking oh god meat. So that, it already tastes terrible. a lot like vomit. So it just why hold it in? Ye fucking ha! And that being said, uh, we'd like to thank the History Boys, B O I Z. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, coming out in conjunction with uh, their half of uh, of the live show as well. Yes. So, um, yeah. I think what I'm going to do is edit theirs. Or they're going to edit theirs, and I'm going to attach it to this. Well, or, Jer- or maybe drop it separately. I'm not Jerry sure. It's coming they, in this they feed. Had, they had two things recording, and one of them failed halfway through. Their four-track failed, uh-huh. but their uh, their two-track kept going the whole they're, time. Reel to reel. Reel to reel. Yeah. Or their uh, their court stenographer like typed it all down correctly. Well, cool. Ours is going to be superior quality then, if that's the case. Ha ha! Well, take that. Take that. No, those guys History were wonderful. boys. No, they're fantastic. And they hung out all night and did fucking karaoke, karaoke. with us and shit. It was awesome. It was fabulous time. And uh, I I say we're going to have to do this again. Sure. I, I, I love mm-hmm. that. Fuck yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, uh, Zach and Jerry and everybody else at the History Boys podcast. We're going to come back next week with something completely different, but until then... We're going to go out in a hail of ass juice? Question mark? Is that hail? That's only hail if it's frozen. Mm. Fuck you, Miles City. I want you to know it's over. Well. Bye.